Hi, everyone. Are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. We've got Megan Harrison. She's an online course expert. She's working with people like Tony Robbins and Dean Graziasi. And if you don't know who they are, you absolutely should because they are amazing just like her. So sit back and let's get ready to be fired up. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. I've been dominating my local market for over 19 years and I want to teach you how to do it. My ultimate digital marketing playbook takes the guesswork out of digital marketing. It'll maximize your profits and help you become the authority in your profession or business, even in a bad economy. I am so committed to helping you at this. This offers over $2,000 worth of bonuses all for free. This playbook will give you all the tools and information that you need to step up your digital marketing. To get your free copy, just go to kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook. That's kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook. Hi, Megan. Thanks so much for being here. Super happy to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So Megan's house is so cute and her background, <laughs> she's like got all the really cute colors and she knows all about um, decor, that's for sure. So if, if you are in real estate, we all know how much we love that. And even if you're not, you know how much we love decor as well. So talk to us. So you are a very successful um, young woman and you've just done some amazing things. I kind of like to talk a little bit about your journey, where you started out, where you came from and where you are now. Yeah, thanks. Um, So in my other life, I say, hey, I was in a hospital administration for about five years, something completely different. Um, So I was pre-med in college and I decided I didn't want to become a doctor. I like the idea of becoming a doctor more than actually becoming a doctor. So I switched it to more of the business route and it was great. I had so much, like I learned so much through working for a huge company like HCA that's really translated really well into the entrepreneurial world. But after about five years, it just got a little bit mundane. And so it was actually after going to Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within that I decided to make the leap to start my own business. Um, So that's why it's kind of surreal for me to be now have him as a client. Super (laughs) exciting. Um, But I learned how to start a business through online courses. So just Googling how to start a business, like legit, like that's how um, naive I was. And through the power of retargeting and that Facebook marketing and advertising, I came across people like Marie Forleo and Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn. And I really learned the fundamentals of starting a business through these programs. And so I knew how, I know how much of an impact it made on my life. And I also now see the impact that it can make on the entrepreneur's life from financial freedom and just the ability to make an impact and leave a legacy. So I am extremely passionate about the opportunity that exists now through productizing your expertise and being able to reach so many more people than we ever would have been able to without this modality. So how long have you been doing this? About seven years now. 
about, oh, that's a long time. So, I mean, you definitely were an early adopter of online courses because, I mean, they've been along for a long time. They've been around for a long time. But really, I would say over the past, like, four, three, four years, they've become more popular. And they're getting more and more popular, as you know, just every yeah. minute of the day. It's like now everyone's doing, doing an on, has an online something, right? So Yeah, well, especially with the circumstances. It was like yes. people had to go from overnight. It, might've been uh, on their list of things to do. And now it became like, I need to do as in yesterday type of. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, so let me correct that. My, I started my business about seven years ago. And I think four years where it was solely online course design development. So slowly niched further and further and then stuck with that. The, the online visit. So you just, you mentioned that you're working with Tony Robbins. So you were at Unleash the Power Within. And I'm mm. sure your mind is going, wouldn't it be awesome to work with him one day, right? Like it seems like this big dream. And now you are there. So kind of talk to us about the journey. How did that happen? That just seems so surreal. I, it really is. And if you do believe in like the power of manifestation or just visualization, I've told people since the day I left UPW, or I guess when I started my business, which was only six months after UPW, that Tony and I were going to work together one day. He just didn't know it yet. And yes. that we were going to create, yeah, create products and um, courses and programs. And so it was, it was, they actually reached out to me, like his team um, and Dean's team. So it, it, I couldn't even tell you, like, I didn't even do anything special. Like, I wasn't like, oh, okay. Like, they came across me through other clients that I've worked with. And just, I guess there's not that many people that do what I do, at least on the level. Um, more specialized in premium flagship programs. So aesthetics, as you mentioned earlier, has always been important to me. And so when clients are not usually creating their first course, but they're ready to take their course, they're already seeing an ROI in, or they have the the budget and the business foundation to invest right away, then that's when they would come um, to a company like mine versus not really starting out just first time course creators. So that's where Dean and um, Tony fit so well. So you basically take someone that already has a course and then kind of th that's doing well, doing great and enhancing it, making the user experience better, making aesthetically the way it looks better, all of that. Yeah. So because the right, I guess the there aren't, isn't a right answer for the best platform to use or the best way to create your course. It depends on where you are in your business. And so if you're just creating your first product, you haven't really validated it. There's no reason in investing $10,000 to $50,000 on a professionally designed course. Rather, get, get a minimal viable product out there. Just like anything in business, like you want to, speed of implementation is extremely important. But then there's the balance of you want to also creating a program that actually gets your customers results. Mm -hmm. But then after you do, once you have validated it, once you have the revenue coming in and you do see that this is something that's not just, just going to go into the digital library or something like something that's yes. actually going to be a gener a revenue generating asset for you, then why not invest in actually making it represent like the quality of your brand? So look the part, enhance the user experience. So you can also increase the customer lifetime value and repeat, um, repeat purchases from the customers. So there's so much more that you can dive in on the strategy side of things is which I love. So that's really where we like specialize in. And gotcha. So let's talk a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of people, especially now with everything that's happened with COVID and people are really coming to certain areas in their life where they're just 
they're kind of like at an impasse, right? They're, they just, they've been wanting to do something for so long. Many people are at an impasse because they, they have to be, maybe they're losing their job or their jobs are just financially not making any money anymore. Or they're coming to an impasse because they realize like, man, this is, this is it. And I don't mean like, this is it, like we're dying, but I mean, this is a huge major life change that has happened. And I think it, what, what I've found is that many people start to make life changes during life changes, right? So now they have the, they have the, they can, and they, they realize that there's just so much more that can happen or not happen, good or bad in life. So why not just take a chance? So can you dive a little bit into, you know, courses and, you know, taking somebody's expertise and and making it into a course where they really, really can help people and like kind of dive into that a little bit more because some, some people, I think they want to do something different. They just don't know where to start. And you, I mean, you were going to school to be a doctor on that, that path. Right. And now you're creating courses. That's such a huge difference. It's such a huge shift. Yes. Um, Yes, I guess I'll start with what I see the true value in courses versus another modality, whether it be um, like a live workshop or a traditional education, going to a college class or reading a book, because this is all ways to transfer information. A course to me is more of an implementation program. So you're going into it with the purpose of getting your customers to get results. And the only way that they're going to get results is if they actually take action on what it is that you're teaching them. So when I work with clients, I love to just really stay focused on what are the actions that they need to take in order to get to the end result. And if you start with that mindset, it's just a slight shift rather than asking, well, what information do they need to know? Or what do I need to teach them? That leads the way usually to becoming an overinflated encyclopedia, which is not the purpose. Like it's not to just give information. It's to get them to their desired result with as least headache and stress um, as they possibly can. And in the quickest amount of time. Yeah. So it's, I love that. It's more of an implementation process. That is great because truth be told, all the information that people need is on Google, right? You could Google pretty much anything, figure out how to do anything, but the implementation part of it and the actual taking the action steps and sticking to it is the problem that most people have is the stick to itness. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, what do I do next? How do I do this? It's, and it's hard for people. Right. I mean, that's what people are looking for the most because yeah, information is, we are absolutely inundated with it. And you can Google anything and everything that you ever could ever dream of or imagine online. But then it's also that the mass overwhelm that also becomes the value proposition for courses. So instead of looking at it as like, oh, there's so much information out there for free, that's actually where the overwhelm sets in. And yes, there's a lot of information, but you have to sift through the BS. Um, You have to sift through like who's just talking just to talk, who actually (laughs) knows what they're doing and has the results to prove it. And then that's where I think the personal brand and that trust and authority comes into play. Uh, So you do have to have that side of your business too that you're building is to build the credibility and the um, authority side of it. So people do trust that you are the right person to learn from. So then let's, let's dive into that because there are so many people out there, right? What's that saying? If you can't do, then teach. So, so many people are, I used to be a teacher. So, um, people are, and I used to be a realtor and now I teach digital marketing. And so people, I hear all the time, well, if you were such, such a good real estate agent, why are you now teaching other real estate agents? And why are you teaching other digital marketers and business people? Why, why aren't you doing it? And I'm like, well, I actually was really good at it. And that's why I am teaching because I kind of got to that level, but many people teach courses because they themselves couldn't do. So how does somebody know who to trust when it comes to purchasing a course? Like what would you recommend? Because you deal with a lot of people that are mostly successful, I would assume. 
Right. I mean, I would say just look for people that have actually achieved the results that you want to achieve. So that, and I'm, it is sometimes hard to sift through again, the BS of people, like more people fronting than um, they actually, but there are, there are credibility factors. I mean, so I always say like my biggest value proposition or the way that I differentiate myself from other people that have online courses is that I have an entire agency that we do this every single day, like day in and day out. So the courses in the, are uh, the, processes and then the designs and the templates and everything that we're offering through my own online courses are things that we've used on a daily basis. And so especially with technology, when it changes so rapidly, um, if, unless you're actually in the, in the midst of it, it's hard to keep up with all those changes. Yeah. I mean, that would be the biggest thing is just look for the results, um, validate it multiple times. And I also think that you can just sense someone's genuine, like genuineness, if that's even a word, um, <laughs> through watching, through watching their content and interacting them with them online, joining their free Facebook group, signing up for their email list, um, things like that. Yeah. You can get to people sometimes watch you. It's funny. There's different types of buyers. There's ones that just like buy right away. And there's some that like watch you for a year, you know, depending on, so like watch who it is that you are going to like want to work with, make sure you know what they're, what they're doing. So what would be the first place someone would start? I know you don't specialize in this. So forgive me for asking, but I'm sure you've kind of looked at all realms of course building, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're mostly going after somebody who already has a course that's successful and wants to kind of take it to the next level and make sure that they, you know, perfect it. But what would you say for somebody that is um, newer to starting courses or, or they really want to venture out, they're good at something, right? And let me kind of help with this too. It's like, you don't know, like inside of you, the things that you're great at, that seems so easy to you that just comes so naturally. But it's like, you have this gift that some people would take that gift as, you know, like it was like you were handing them a crown or something, mm-hmm. but we take so many things that we're good at for granted. So what, where would you tell someone to start? Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And I would say it's, we underestimate our strengths because they come so naturally to us. That's the definition of a strength. Like, um, is yeah. that it's a natural skill set that we have. Maybe we've made it better and through training and just practice over the years, but, um, I actually do. So the agency side of it is more for people that are already, um, have a course, but then I also have the whole online course and training for more of the DIY market where that would fit in very well with your question that you're asking. So the first step, um, is essentially first you want to validate the idea. You want to make sure that this is something that there's actually a market for. The best way of doing that is to search for other courses and programs and classes on that topic. And if there are other courses and programs that's validating that there's at least a market. If yeah. there's not, so don't think of competition as a bad thing as the negative thing. It's actually a validation. It's a, it's a good thing. If there's nothing on it, it's probably unlikely that you're the first person in the history of the world to come up with this idea. And maybe it's because there's not really that many people that want to pay for it. Um, <laughs> after that, then it would be to really begin to synthesize your the information and putting it into a structure. So your course outline. And again, coming back to that action oriented mindset, start with knowing where your customers are. So what is the problem? What's the pain point that they're trying to solve? That's the only reason someone's ever going to give you money is if they feel like you have enough value, they value the information or the end result more than they value the money. And then second step is to figure out where they want to be. And from that those two points, you can create that journey. And so from a very action-oriented mindset, what are those milestones that someone needs to take in order to get from A to Z? 
And then you can ask the question, okay, what's the information they need to know in order to take that action? Um, and that course outline is going to be the foundation of your entire program. So yes. yeah, starting to create content without that done is just a recipe for disaster. I always say it's like taking a bunch of money, throwing it in a pile and lighting a match and throwing it on the pile of cash and just watching it blow up in flames because you're going to end up spending so much time creating content that's not going to be used or you're like, oh, this fits better here. And it's it's just a waste. Yeah. So, so basically you're, you're bringing them to their, to their customer journey from the beginning process with you to all the way to the end and sort of piecing that into the right format and the right, and organizing it correctly so they actually can implement it, be successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, great, great. That, that's good advice. So what about like aesthetically um, as far as, you know, certain to-dos or not to-dos in course creating? Like, for example, when I first started creating my courses, I, and it was like three years ago, I thought longer is better. So I made these hour and a half long trainings. And then it was like, oh, I think people, <laughs> they wanted like six or nine minute trainings, right? So I had to redo everything. Um, mm-hmm. So are there any like to-dos, not to-dos regarding that kind of a thing? Um, yeah, I would say try to keep it more bite-sized pieces. So to your point, um, typically the hour and a half videos, it, you want someone to be able to consume it, um, like yeah, bite-sized snacks. Um, so they can sit down 15 minutes, take the that lesson and then go about their day, come back, take the next lesson and be able to pick up very easily where they left off. So knowing that learning, like where they are, the progression of the course, And it doesn't, so if you have an hour and a half video, what you can do is you can basically just edit it to be multiple videos. So there's not like a right or wrong answer, but if I was to give you a just rule of thumb, typically you'd have like six modules within a course and then maybe four to eight lessons within each of those modules. So like a book, a book would have sections within the book and then they have chapters within each section your sections are like the modules and then the chapters are like the lessons within each of the module. Gotcha. Okay, great. And then you, you, you mentioned earlier how you help people create courses and content where there's not a bunch of fluff, but it's actually like action and they they're going right to it. So, um, somebody should be able to, with a six, six to eight module course with four to eight lessons in each module, be able to take themselves from point A to point B for that specific, um, task that they're trying to learn or that thing they're trying to become. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. And what kind of courses have you seen created? Just I want to get people's kind of their minds to sort of start thinking about. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. I'd I mean, love to hear some like just start. What, I, yeah, I always, laugh, I always laugh when someone's like, oh, like, do you have a specific industry? I'm like, no, not yes, a specific yeah. industry at all. Everything from high frequency stock trading to crystal energy healing to um, for moms that are having their first baby to make their house um, green, getting all the toxins out of it to. Um, Ryan Levesque Ask Method Masterclass, bodybuilding, Ben Fikulski, singing, a singing coach, um, every and everything in between. I'm trying to think of the maybe the strangest. I creating a tanning business, so spray tanning, so many. Yeah, that's so, so a few in real estate. I've had um, a lot in entrepreneurship and marketing and business. Um, yeah, the list goes on and on and on. On and on and on. Yeah. So you you talked about like, man, having a baby and making your house green. That is, I've never even knew that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a huge, I mean, it's actually a huge thing. So I, from just like the statistics, everything's going, no one wants the toxins, everything organic, the non-GMO, mm-hmm. getting rid of the all not, or going into all natural makeup and your hair and all the beauty products that you use. So she actually has like multi, multiple mini courses on there as well. Um, 
from beauty to the kitchen um, and to household products. And then I forget what the other one was. Something around that nature. Gotcha. And is there a sweet spot for for price? Like, okay, so did the best courses that sell the most are around X price? Yeah, that's a, it's such a um, hard question to ask because it's really dependent on where it fits in your product suite. Um, so there's sometimes you can have courses and I have these as well that are more of that entry level product and then they move into a higher level program. Um, so my example would be, I have the perfect lesson slide deck training and template, which is $27. Then it moves into the course master or course makeover, uh, three day workshop. And then that's around two ninety seven. I don't know what everything ends at the seven. And then, <laughs> and then the flagship program on like course Academy is $2,000. And then you can go up there from the higher level masterminds. But I, a lot of clients do fall in that that funnel because it works really well. It's not that people don't have the money or that they don't need the product. A lot of the times it's just, they don't have the trust yet um, mm-hmm. to invest in that higher level program. So giving those entry level programs is a great way to get them to know, like, and trust you more. And I think that's why it works so well. Um, and also it depends on the industry. Uh, typically, and this isn't always, there's always, um, cases that fall out of this, but typically like health and fitness are going to be less than a course on business that you can prove the ROI very easily. Uh Um, based on you're going to generate the money back. Um, but then there's other ways to get people to understand the value that comes through the course, even though it might not be a monetary thing, but I have a client that's in uh, like healing through divorce and like, what does it cost? How much would you pay to have your kids hand, go through the divorce process in a way that doesn't traumatize them for life? Um, that's and that's priceless. Absolutely. And so, yeah. And so it's really looking at like, what is that need that the customer wants? And then showing like, understanding that there's so much value. Maybe it might not be like you can put a hard dollar amount on it and then price becomes a little bit more subjective. It's so funny. I always thought they needed a course on that. <laughs> on, on, because I'm, I'm, I've been divorced. It's been so many years, but I remember this is hard, you know, like if someone would teach you how to do it gracefully and uh, so your kids can, you know, be okay, that would have been amazing. And so many people get divorced and I think a lot of people actually would want that. So mm-hmm. the, the idea here is that what are you good at? Many times you find something that you're good at by something negative that you've been through. A great example is a divorce, right? You go through a divorce and you've, you notice a really bad problem that you went through or you notice that you were able to get through something that maybe was bad in a good way. There's so many different things that you can create courses on that your expertise define, right? It doesn't have to be just be business something. It could be organization or, I mean, we can, you know, I'm sure um, Megan can do much better than I can as far as which, what different ideas like she just kind of talked about, but there's so many ways that you can do things right now. I think many people, they're afraid. So when you wanted to kind of venture out, Megan, how did you like take that leap of faith? That's a scary thing to do, you know, leave the doctoral profession, you know, being a doctor and on that, 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 that path to creating courses. I mean, what a huge risk and what a great risk that you took, but it's a huge risk. And many people are afraid of doing that. What advice would you give around that? Yeah, it is. Um, I remember, I remember when my mom was like, how are you going to get health insurance? When I told her that was like, that was like the number one concern. I'm like, I don't know, mom, I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. but that 
I guess I think in the beginning when people say you don't have to hustle, that's, that's a lie. I mean, you, there's a, there's a stage of your life, the beginning of the entrepreneurial journey where you do have to hustle. And so I worked, um, I maybe got four hours of sleep maximum for six months. Um, I would go to my full-time job, come home, actually go to the gym. And then I would work on my business from like eight until two o'clock in the morning and then get up at six. And I did that for six months and I got a few clients enough where I felt like I wasn't going to be homeless. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure, but I thought <laughs> there's a good chance I'm not going to be homeless. And at that point, then I just like took the leap of faith. And I, I, I guess if worse comes to worse, like, you can always have a backup plan. I'm like, I guess I could move home with my parents if I needed to. Like, luckily <laughs> I had that foundation. That, that would be the last freaking resort. But like, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, my ego would definitely be hit if that was the case. Luckily it didn't come to that. Um, and then there was like, a, there was a few years of hustling. I worked a lot. And, and how long did it take before you started seeing some success? I, I was very fortunate where I, I started my first year um, like in the green. So I was profitable, but it wasn't, I probably wasn't making as much as I was in corporate. It was about two years. Um, and then things continue to go on the uphill from there. Good. Okay. So, um, I always end it. And first of all, I want to make sure that you're able to tell people like where they can find more about your courses and all that great stuff. Um, and, but in the meantime, I always ask everyone, I stop this, stop, I end the podcast with one question and that is, you had to give one piece of advice, no matter if it was business or personal or whatever, any type of information at all, what would that one piece of advice be to people? Ooh, I think it would be to learn to trust your intuition, especially for women. Um, but men have it too, but I think even women more so, we have this gift that we sometimes tend to try to shut out. And anytime that I've really, I've felt that draw, like, or I felt that calling to do something and I went for it with, like full faith and things tend to work out on the flip side. Like when I didn't listen to that intuitive nudge or whatever it may be, it usually proved to be right in a negative way later on. So that's something more on the, the wooish side, but I found it to be extremely valuable. That's awesome advice. I, I think it's true. I think we're smarter than we give ourselves credit for sometimes that little, that little nudge that we get or don't get, we should listen to it more often. Okay. Now, how making can people find out more about you if they're interested in maybe creating their own first course or learning more about what you do? How can they find out about you or, or what product would you like to offer? Yeah, so my website is Megan K. Harrison. All my social media is the same at Megan K. Harrison. And through on my website, you can find a bunch of free offers. Um, online course Alchemy will let you go through this th- three module course that really help you get your course up and running. So I think it'll be a great first start. Great. Thank you. And so congratulations to your success working with people like Dean Graziasi and Tony Robbins. That is such an awesome, such a great accomplishment. Good for you. And I love that you said that you pretty much willed it into your life based upon visualization. Like you said, it was going to happen and here you are. And it's (laughs) happened. Yep. Okay, everyone. So I hope you enjoyed this episode just as much as I did. And thank you so much for your time. I know that's more valuable than anything else in the whole world is your time. So thanks for spending it with me and Megan. And I appreciate you. And don't forget, it's great to sit back and listen and learn, but we don't want to be chronic learners. We want to be implementers. So make sure that you implement and have a super awesome day.
Did you know that I have an email list that I send information, tips and tricks, PDFs, food recipes, advice, and so much more? My mission is to help local professionals and real estate agents. And one of the ways that I can do this is through my email list. So to sign up for awesome content with marketing tips and tricks, to stand out from the crowd, just go to kristamayshore.com slash email list. That's kristamayshore.com slash email list.